We live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face to face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. Okay, we are live on the podcast. I've got Eddie joining me. I don't know where else to start, bro, By, but I want to start by simply saying thank you for joining me on the podcast. That's this. You know, I always bring it up in many podcasts. It's this weird environment now where we meet people online and, you know, there's a lot of trust that goes into kind of inviting people over and doing all these things, but... I'm willing to take that gamble because I feel like we need a bit more of that, eh? You yeah. know, like we've got really good now at just blocking people online and and doing all that stuff. So I just want to say thank you, and I just want to kind of get straight into um, what you do. Yeah, and, sure. and I think is you know then we can break down why you do it. But um, Orange Sky, that's the that's the company, that's the organisation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Orange Sky New Zealand, what we what we do is we provide. Um, we've got a van and it's got two washing machines, two dryers, and it's also got uh, a shower in the back. And honestly, the shower's better than my shower at home. It's got hot water. Um, the pressure's really good and we clean it up to everyone, which I can't say for the same <laughs> at home. But um, yeah, so what we do is we've got that van and we go around Auckland, um, out in the city, out south, out west, and we do about 15, 16 uh, shifts a week. Mm. Um, and like, you know, just this morning I was out in New Lynn. Um, and we just provide people that are doing it tough, whether that's, um, you know, actually people without homes or it might be even families that can't afford, mm. you know, the, the weekly laundromat costs. Um, yeah, so we, we, we get out there doing that every week with our, with our volunteers. I mean, this is not really a job, is it? This is more like something like you are giving back, hey? Like you're, you're trying to help out. And it's, it's a really fine line, isn't it? Because I was saying to you before we went live or started recording that, you know, some people do things with the idea of having something in return, and and I feel like what you're doing isn't that. No, nah, but sometimes people ask me like, you know, oh, how can you get up at six thirty on a Saturday morning? But this is like this is the easiest gig in the world. Like I press a couple of buttons and then I sit down and ha- have a chat to people yeah. and just to be able to, you know, see the smile on people's faces mm-hmm. when they come out of shower. But that's that's way better than sitting in bed yeah, um, yeah. early in the morning. How, how, so, what's the story about you getting into it? Because you, it's not just one day you're driving a van. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how, how far do we go back? Like, um, like growing up, you know? Is yeah. It- um. You you know. Oh yeah. How far do we go back? <laughs> yeah. um, so I, yeah, you know, I, I grew up in South Auckland, and uh, you know, I didn't really. Sorry, there's a random much. fly. That's right. That's right. I'll get him at some point in the podcast. Um. Yeah, I grew up in South Auckland, and I, in terms of like the homelessness sector, I didn't really, I mean, maybe just because I was young and a kid, and you don't really realize, but I went away to Australia for a couple of years, um, you know, during my uni years and stuff, and when I came back, like, it just, it really, it really hit me, because I grew up in Pepitoi, mm. and now moving back, uh, I've come back to Rewa, and, you know, it's, it's really hard to see that, you know, when I came home, um, you know, my in my time abroad, I was working as a youth worker, and mm. you know I, I kind of seen it a little bit and get involved. But to see it in my hometown when I came back, and you know I could just walk down to the shops, and in that five minute walk, you see four or five people sleeping in their cars, sleeping rough, um, and you know, you know sometimes you can just walk past and, and you don't really realize. But it just to be, to see it every day, um, you know, it was really confronting to me. So you know I wanted to do something about it, and so the idea that I had this probably goes back about two years. Um, you know, I was just, 
I partnered with a laundromat and I I would pay half and the laundromat would pay half and um you know people would just come to do their washing for free for once a week mm. um and you know it was only sustainable for so long and I knew that I wanted to grow um uh, grow from there and and have a bigger impact and another part of when I was in Australia was there's Orange Sky Australia so that's a bit more of the backstory and mm. they started about four years ago they've got about 30 vans now across Australia but I didn't have anything to do with them per se uh, but I was walking in, out uh, with my two housemates because I lived in Melbourne City and we were just looking for somewhere to, to volunteer or to, to give our time because like there's just so much opportunity there and I came across one of the Orange Sky vans and you know just the guys just shared what they were doing there and, and how they were helping out um, the community I, I love the idea but I didn't after that, I didn't see them again, but I just, so pretty much when I came back here, mm. tried to steal their idea. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to the CEO, she's watching this. Sorry about that. Um, but, um, That's the passion. You know? <laughs> That's it. It's look, a very fine line. Look, I've, I've actually met the Aussie guys and, and they're one of the good ones. I'll, let, I'll, I'll say that for them. Um, <laughs> the guys that started Nick and Lucas. Awesome. But um, yeah, so uh, uh, I started what was called Foov, fresh out of the van. Um, mm. So it was just a, yeah, an, an off cut of, of what Orange Sky Australia were doing. And um, yeah, so I was just, just trying to raise funds um, and, you know, get from that laundromat level to like uh, uh, expanding into a van that mm. could go around into the community. And we're, yeah, we're, we're tracking really well. Um, but um, I guess at, at some point down the line, I decided to fess up to Orange Sky and just said to them, look, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, love, love your guys' work. Do you guys have any advice? Um, and it just so happened that the CEO and her financial officer were coming over to New Zealand. Um, and so I said, look, let's, let's have a chat. And, um, you know, we got together and we just realized really quickly that, yeah, our values lined up really well. We, um, you know, we're, we're out there trying to do the same thing. It doesn't matter that we're Kiwi, Aussie, whatever. We just mm. want to help people. And, mm. and I think that was the crux. And we just, we just knew that from there we really wanted to work together. So I think from there kind of came under the umbrella of Orange Sky mm. and we started Orange Sky New Zealand um, together and so it was me and, and one other guy David uh, we we just uh, they, they built the van They so joining with them was so much easier it made it so much easier they had the funding they had the connections mm. they had um, you know they, they prepared all that for us and so once we got the van, um, it was just a matter of setting up shifts, setting up like meeting with like service providers that we work with. So like um, there's Auckland City Mission, LifeWise, all these awesome organizations. Um, and so, yeah, so it's been the last, we've been running now since October uh, where it was World Homelessness Day. That's when we launched. And then, um, yeah, it's been like, honestly, it's been such an amazing journey. And I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but, yeah. um, you know, to be out there uh, every day, you know, we're out there seven days a week, sometimes two or three times a day. Mm. And I just, I, I can't get enough of it, man. Yeah. Like to, I like literally see people smiling and, and, you know, it goes such a long way, the, the whole clean clothes and, 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 um, and having a shower. It's such a good way to start the day, but even, um, you know, just getting to meet people and making those connections. And, and it seems that, you know, this type of, uh, way of giving back is, is also, um, kind of capturing minds on a deeper level too because you know so much of the conversation in our lives now is around you know robots taking over jobs and you know robots flipping burgers and, yeah, yeah. and and I just kind of like let them do it and how about we focus on humans humans doing jobs for humans and 
it's kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, when I first came back, so I, I make it sound like I was I was all amazing and, and doing all the no, stuff. But you are. But when I <laughs> thanks, brother. <laughs> but I'll, I'll admit, when I first came back to New Zealand, a little bit, I uh, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. To be honest, I was feeling a little bit burnt out from youth work, and like I loved it, but like it's so easy to give your all into something that you love mm-hmm. that sometimes you forget. Um, yeah, forget about yourself. And you know, I was I was studying um, quantity surveying, and if anybody knows me. What, what was I doing there? No, no idea. I, I just heard money. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but yeah, like working with people and and just having that connection. Like, there's nothing more important to me than than the connection. And people, we need that. Like every human needs that. You know, one thing was really hard to hear. Not not long ago, one of the um, the friends that we were doing the washing for said, "This is the first time I've talked to someone in five weeks," mm. and and that hit me hard, man, because it's just you, you don't realize. Um, the power of connection and mm. and how lonely it is for some people mm. out there. So, obviously, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Well, no, and and it's really like a lot of the things you're talking about too. It's 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 super hard and confronting for you know. Should we just say uh, um, other people in society to to kind of empathise with? I mean, on that high level, you can you can say, oh, you know, um, we should do more to help. But you know, some of the themes we talk about on this podcast is. It's kind of easy to make a good decision when you have a full belly, clean clothes, you know, uh, uh, a fresh shower. But take all those things away and then try and put the same amount of, you know, uh, trust in yourself that you would do the best decision. And and I think that's one thing maybe that, you know, it's not just you're going out there and and helping. It's that, you you know, we had a look at the van and and a big thing for you wasn't the machines, it was the chairs. Mm. Because that's what you set up and and it starts there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, those chairs, like for me and for anyone that's part of part of the team that represents like a safe place for people to come out so that's honestly before i even turn anything on we bring out the chairs it's just six orange chairs just for people to come down sit and and feel free to have a chat and sometimes especially when we're starting off in a new place you know we don't even do any washing because people are kind of like you know people have been let down before Mm -hmm. um, people come and go and help and whatever but you know sitting down and having a chat to someone and they start to build their trust and then to trust them i was saying to you earlier like for someone to trust you with the clothes off their back, um, you know, I think that that's a that's a massive symbol of trust. Yeah. Um, so I think that and that that goes a long way. Some people, you know, there's been some really awesome success stories of people that have gotten off the streets. Um, mm. You know, the very first guy that we ever did a wash for, you know, two weeks later he got um, a house, he got bought a car, um, got a full time job, and he's yeah. still doing that. But um, you know, still sometimes he'll come around and say, come and say hi, or mm. you know, it doesn't even bring his washing anymore. He doesn't need he doesn't need that service, but just the connection. And uh, yeah, yeah. Do you dive um, into like the statistics of things, or or are you just in the look? Somebody's got to do something, and we're going to do it. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is how how's New Zealand going? <laughs> you know, like a. For all the things we talk about, clean water and this and that, but how, how how's our um, how are our part of society doing that you know aren't so fortunate? Yeah, look, I think the day that Orange Guy isn't needed mm. is a day that I'll celebrate more yeah. than anyone. Yeah, but I think we still do have a long way to go, and I think in the interim, yeah, you know, our services like ours uh, are, are really needed, and there's such big, a big need, like already for our New Zealand service. Like I mentioned, there's 30 vans or so in Australia and we're already up there as one of the busiest fans even only for like such such an infant stage of yeah. our of our organisation and 
and I think you know I think the stats were like one in a hundred people are homeless in in New Zealand, and like that's that's a staggering. Like if you actually sit down and think one in a hundred people, like all the people I, I I think about is like all the people I went to school with, mm. um, you know, they're like eight of them are probably are probably sleeping on the streets right now, and, and yeah, it's 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 hard to confront yourself with the the facts and figures of mm. of where New Zealand's at. So I think Auckland especially. Um, there's, there's a high number and like I'll, I'll go out in the morning to uh, again take Auckland City Mission for example and they got 200 people there for breakfast I go in the library there's 150 people there for breakfast I've just got the one van man I, what, what, like we want to help out as much as we can and we want to do everything we can but sometimes it feels like you know um, we've just got a glass facing a flood like it's yeah. um, so definitely keen to you know expand and I, I i don't i don't ever insane that i don't ever take for granted what we do and just be like oh, like ever give up like to be honest like this van gives me a lot of hope yeah. um and like like i said i talk a lot about smiles but just to see the smiles i like i would i would 100 percent come out if it was just one person every week like yeah yeah doesn't um so for businesses and kind of organizations who want to you know Backup is is it as simple as t- touching base and saying we want to um, we want to support because you know it's all good ideas are great yeah, but sometimes yeah. cash is better right <laughs> like like empower the people to get like if you need more vans yep. then let's get more vans type thing eh? yeah that's it and look so I'm I'm the only employee of Orange Sky New Zealand so I um, I think they chose me for the face because obviously because of my face mm. and then like they want someone good looking at the front but I'm really only here for looks bro um, <laughs> yeah. I actually have a team behind me That's so we have like a fundraising team uh, so Orange Sky Australia have been really awesome in sharing their resources and and um, you know I'm, I'm not alone in this like, um, there's, there's, there's plenty of people back at the headquarters in Brisbane um, that, that look after that side of thing but we have, there's a lot of opportunity to get involved in different areas so um, if it's money um yeah, but some people that don't have money, it's time, and if it's not time, it's it's being kind and just being mm. your words. And so, in terms of people actually wanting to to donate, and if they're in that position, you know, you can see on our website orangesky.org.nz, there's a donations page, or um, you can reach out to our team if you're on a corporate level of funding. Um, but yeah, and then that, I guess the next level after that is like I said, if you've got time to come and volunteer, you can do that on our. So, what does volunteering look like for people, you know, including myself, who want to come along and yeah, yeah. and and um, I don't know the right word. I don't want to say help out because it sounds like you're going to like do some weeding. It's it's more like to offer their service, say, eh, or, yeah, or yeah. to to um, contribute to something greater. Yeah, yeah, to be of service. I think um, yeah. So volunteering, what it looks like is what we ask for my volunteers is two hours, either a week or a fortnight. So we've got our sixteen shifts in place, and then. Um, then you just kind of find one that works for you. Um, and then we have a, a team of at least three volunteers, maybe four, yeah. um, that will facilitate that. And then um, and they'll have a team leader there. And so all it is is, is really it's just that two hours because we've got enough water on board if we're not plugged into anything, yeah. self-sufficient for about two hours. So you're just there for two hours, washing, shower, sitting down, having a chat with people. And that's that's basically it. Unless you're the driver, obviously maybe another wow. twenty minutes. So there's multiple things you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot of opportunities. We also have like a volunteer structure. I won't go into uh, boy with details too much, but like there's like our vehicle managers and assistant vehicle managers. There's our service managers, uh, people that like give their a lot of their time outside mm. of um, 
you know, just the shift to to help our service run because especially now as we're looking to expand and, you know, Wellington needs a van and like I said, only I'm the only employee so I'll go down there but I, like, I, I love our volunteers and I fully trust them that like, you know, when I go, it's the service is still just going to run just wow. the same. Yeah, because we're, this is Auckland at the moment, isn't it? And mm. I mean, it's not just Auckland that has homeless people, right? It's it's, it's New Zealand. Yeah, it's it's all over, man. Like, uh, like I've been to Wellington a couple of times to kind of sort of suss out, um, you know, the need and, and and where we can help. And like, honestly, I believe I feel like we could have two vans in the city, one van out south, one van mm. uh, in the west. Um, and then even uh, up north is still a need. And then again, yeah, Wellington, Christchurch. I know. Is, is, so I think our, our sites are set on Wellington mm. next. Um, and whether that means that we put our next one in Auckland or to help the need or Wellington. Right. But then, yeah, obviously keen to spend Christchurch and Dunedin, whatever. Okay, so uh, a bit back to you for a second because it's really easy in these moments, I feel, to kind of like just project on what you're doing. But, you know, I just kind of mentioned to you before we started, like, who's in your corner, you know, because there's a lot of outgoings from you. So what type of things do you do to kind of recharge the batteries? I mean, you know, like you say, ideally, it would be good to let's do it 24 hours a day. But life doesn't work like that. And we all know people who, you know, go through burnout and go through kind of these huge moments because the scale isn't even, you know. Mm. So is there kind of like um, things you do outside of when you're working and thinking about helping just to just to keep your batteries, you know, recharged? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that's something that I've had to learn um, to do because like I mentioned, I got a little bit burnt out with youth work um, mm. and a few other uh, things in life. But I think, um, yeah, when I, because because I'm doing something that I love, and it's mm. so easy to give all my energy, and sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm recharging by doing this. Yeah, like you got to be careful that um, you know it doesn't become your whole world, and it doesn't become um, everything you focus. So I, I'm I'm a very laid back person. I'm very very chilled. So I like to, and I and I still love my connection. So a lot of it is spent around family. Um, it's been around. Uh, good friends and and to be honest I haven't had a lot of time to uh, play PlayStation and all those things that I, I really enjoy or watch my animes but yeah um, yeah I think honestly you're probably getting me thinking I probably need to make sure but again and saying that Orange Sky Australia has been really good like they've every time I go over there to Brisbane um, you know for like some training things or to help build vans or whatever um, you know I go down to Melbourne for a couple of days because I've got family there and, and just relax and like I was just like couple of weeks ago i was out um with family going down the great ocean road and um you know it was, i think there was australia day. It was the first time i've been sunburnt <laughs> in a long time um, i was like 45 degrees yeah. but yeah so yeah definitely need to look after myself mm. but look man i think it's one of those things that um people aren't we're still not used to talking like that eh? you know like about ourselves and i think what's kind of interesting because it's so complicated to work out how do you balance it it's good if you enjoy what you do and mm. you find meaning in it. Then sometimes it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. You know, it just feels like you are uh, kind of aligned to something you love. If you weren't doing this, what do you think you would be doing? Have you ever thought about kind of like, or, or do you do things on uh, the side, or is it just kind of like just, you know, it, you have to be fully into it? Uh, yeah, modelling was always an option. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why well, well, you love me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, it's just I, 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 I caught the fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, because me and you, you know, we could yeah, do yeah. those. You know, those farmers' ads with you know, the three XLs. Three XLs. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, it's Excel. No, I swear, it's just the camera. Your medium <laughs> on, on 4XL. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but, but on XL, it's yeah, like um, just a little bit silly for a second. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but a lot of the stores, when they say double XL, they're not double XL. Oh, like, don't get me started. No, seriously. I, I'm, I'm not down on that. Double XL used to be huge. Yeah. And if you buy a double XL in America, it's huge. But here, they're like a medium. Oh. And it makes you feel worse. Right. <laughs> and like, it's even worse than Oz because, like, I still get all our, our Orange Sky jumpers and stuff printed over in Oz. And like, the biggest they have is 5XL. And I swear, <laughs> I swear, I'm maybe three, may- maybe four, maybe four on, on Christmas periods. But like, um, yeah, I order a 5XL and it's like, yeah, oh, it's not cool. Yeah, like, so that's why I kind of requested that the camera only show the top half. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's I haven't recovered since Christmas that's still. Hilarious. But, um, yeah, and because, yeah, I don't know if it's just the Aussie sizes or they're, they're not used to Kiwis and Islanders being so big. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, you know, we're having a bit of a giggle. When you're out and about, is yeah. it, it's not all doom and gloom, is it? Nah, I mean, because that's what people think, eh? Yeah, no, nah, but like, yeah, because we say, you know, sometimes, um, you know, when we go out and have conversations, I let the volunteers know it's not about um, D- D&Ms every time. Sometimes people just want to have that, like, I just want to talk about the rugby. I just want to talk yeah. about my day. I just want to talk about... Um, you know that guy that said I hadn't spoken to anyone in five weeks. You know, all, all we did was talk about rugby teams, and like to him, that was that was huge because that's all he's been, like he's he's been watching the games, and there's all these things that he's wanted to share with someone. And then the flip side of that is like some conversations are real hard. Like um, just before Christmas time, one of the friends came up to me, and and he's like, and his son, and I like I've been quite close to this friend because I see him quite often around. Um, and when I say friend, I'm talking to like people that use the service. Uh, and his son had just passed away just before Christmas, and his son was was younger than I was. And you know, sometimes I think I've, I've had to learn the art of just just shutting up and just right. uh, I don't know. Um, he, I, I honestly didn't know what to say, and I'm glad that I'd, that's all I said to him was like, "Bro, I honestly I don't know what to say, mm. but uh, thank you for sharing." Um, you know, if there's anything I can do, and we were able to. You know, just sit down and have a chat for a bit longer and you know we, I was able to organize so hairdressers come along to some of our shifts now and give free haircuts and he was able to get a haircut and um and we got him a suit washed and stuff so he could go to the funeral yeah uh, so it's just it's you just never know what you're going to get when you come out on shift bro I love that the the social media that I've seen isn't those videos I love that you're explaining it you know because that's also why I wanted you to come on because you know it's like yes you've done the kind of marketing videos I've watched them and it's like you were you know having the camera on you and talking and I could even hear your voice kind of crackling because this whole topic is more than just a topic for you eh? it's like it's like you said you are happy when you're out of business right Mm. like you want to make a dent in this thing because it seems like like we aren't yeah look I the, the, one of the biggest lessons I learned from life, and I think a lot of it came from my parents. I remember my mom saying clearly to me, clearly to me, um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I think growing, and I think that's an important lesson for people to learn. But I think the next part of that was, um, I, I think if you do have something nice to say, make sure you're not silent. Mm. And and that goes back to like, you know, we. Whether it's it's whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's just being kind to someone, um, you don't realize how long how far that goes. And especially when, I, like I said, New Zealand's my hometown. So out south is my hometown, and to I, I consider these my people. 
uh, consider whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's um, it doesn't matter who it is. Mm. It's um, it's someone that needs help, and you can only keep walking past for so long. Or like I found myself, I could only keep walking past for so long. So I knew, yeah, like I said, I knew I, I wanted to do something about it, and you know, I guess here I am today, and yeah. this is this is my this is my way of yeah doing something and it's awesome because you know um i don't know how old you are but we're in that age where we have the power and we have the hunger and we can make change eh? and and i think that's a that's an amazing thing to not forget you know it's like burn the candle for things worth burning you know and and um just hats off to you bro um what's your family think about all the stuff you're doing Uh, i mean did they kind of um did they have the dream that you'd just you know be a doctor or something like we well they're totally on board oh man i'm so glad that my mom and dad are so supportive because when i finished high school my grades (laughs) a plus (laughs) yeah yeah, a plus yeah sure um like yeah, they were, they were super supportive, and I, uh, and like my mom, sweetest sweetest angel in this world, she, like she was just saying, look, I like I just I always believed that you were someone that would um, you know, it was just it was gonna help others, and like it's it's not about um, yeah, it's not about money for you or a, a, a academics or whatever, and so they've been all they've always been really supportive. To be honest, I've already roped uh, every single one of my family members yes. into volunteering. <laughs> I'll stitch them up. Uh, my sister is actually the service manager, but a nepotism there but it's <laughs> it's um yeah it's really it's 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 been so good to see like i, I love going out with my family and mm. you know you know like it's the sunday shift one of the sunday shifts in the afternoon at the library has almost become like a family shift because like they they all go in together and and there's a couple of other volunteers there as well but it's just really special to see like uh my dad when he he that was the one that was really special for me my dad because um you know he wasn't volunteering he hadn't he hadn't joined as a volunteer yet, but he went out to pick up my sister from the shift, and um, he he was talking to a homeless a person that was homeless, and um, he gave his shoes off his feet to to that person, and like you know, for me that was huge. That was a huge moment for me, mm-hmm. uh, and I felt like you know my dad is one of my biggest supporters, and you know maybe you know mom's much more free flowing with her words and of like encouragement and stuff, but dad, you know I just know that he's got my my back in it and to see him do that 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 i think they'll always stick out to me and i'll never forget that do and think about how nice it is for him to hear you say that you know even if i don't know maybe he doesn't hear this but maybe he does and mm-hmm. it's like those are those moments you know that's that's the energy there ain't no iphone x whatever that'll ever give you that feeling eh? this it. is the real deal and I mean, it can sound trivial, and and obviously we're talking about this stuff and you know hot topics or whatever. But you know, deep down, it's like, well, what the hell are we doing? Why are we doing this stuff? I mean, do you ever think about that? Like, what what's the meaning of this kind of thing? Like, what, what seems so unfair at times, or but it brings out the best in us and sometimes the worst. What, what's your view on, um, I guess, the burger picture? The bigger picture, yeah. I think I had to start off small to see to and keep seeing that before I saw the bigger picture. So I, like I said, I, um, you know, when we first started, sometimes we weren't washing any clothes. And like, so I already was asking myself that question, you know, why, why are we doing this? Or, you know, why are we coming back? And one of the ladies, um, you know, we, a lot of organizations we work with, but one of the service providers that we work with is just this lady out of Manukau, Debbie. And, and, you know, I was just saying to her, like, you know, do you, do you think it's still worth it to keep coming back here? And she's like, you know, the one week that you don't come, 
is the week that they need you yeah. and I was like like I just I'm not gonna uh, so like that, that I think it's taught me a drive that like it doesn't matter um, you know what the stats are at the end of the day to me mm. like I just like again just going back a, a smile and an appreciation to see that and like and how far it goes for someone mm. uh, like a far away I would I would give uh, like my whole day for one person to, to yeah, see that yeah. like it and you know I, I know a lot of our volunteers have caught the heart of that and and it would be the same so like I, like there's I've never hear a complaint from a volunteer no. like I've never so in bigger picture um, you know maybe I want to help the whole world mm. but if, if I just help one person today uh, that's enough and how cool is um, that as a you know because sometimes what I think about is we say these you know giant things and then there's no context on how can we add that into your own life but you know help the world by you know sometimes that one person to help is you right and making sure that you're right and then making sure the person next to you is alright and then making you know spread it out and it's funny saying that stuff out loud because it kind of sounds really logical but for some reason we don't work like that you know we get into these little pockets eh? it's like this is my crew and you're out there you know and I don't know if social media amplified that or made it okay but you know now you target people through an algorithm Mm. and it's like well (laughs) I don't know, man. What about the algorithm of life where where um, you, you help your fellow man or something like that, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's been so awesome to see uh, on Shift and, and the change of people and the growth of people, especially when people start to, to trust us. But also, like, we help someone. And then, for example, we, we do have, like, this thing where it's, like, um, there has to be a space between using the service and volunteering, um, just conflict and interest or that kind of safety stuff. But, you know, one guy was, like, I'm not even going to do my washing you know, this was a tough one. He kind of threw me a bit of a dizzy. He's like, I won't even do my washing if I can come and help you guys. Mm. I still, yeah, I still don't know how we're going to work around that because yeah. like, I, I can't just leave him like that. But, um, or like even just to see people come out and like, um, you know, people like will pass the chairs out of the van and like they're already, like people already lined up helping to set up and mm. people like make sure I've like, I don't know how, but they like bring me coffee or like, mm. like food and like, they're like, yeah, it's like, man, I, 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 like I, I couldn't ever think of taking food in case someone else couldn't. But like the fact that before even their own needs, and they're more than anyone that I know, they're, they're in need of food. Mm. But like the, 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 even the simple act of like, mm, super, super powerful, man. And I just want to kind of like, just you know, full stop that for a second because you, you again, you're giving a lot out, and I want to make sure we put it in context, right? This isn't so that. Uh, people can um, get the feel-good factor of what you're doing. This is real-life heavy stuff, and and it's happening in real time. And and what's amazing is you've come from a shift, and now you're talking about it. And you know, we're kind of we're loaded up, and and it's supercharged. And I think now we, you know, we want to make sure that you know you're right, and the people listening and watching, they have action because um, I think that's that's how these things we how we can move forward. You know, it's not just cool now let's move on our day we're booked in to go to the zoo you know it's like do some research you know at a base minimum um like the facebook page get the algorithm you know moving so more people can see it and 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 help kind of get what you're doing upscaled eh? Mm. yeah i think that'd be really cool um a bit of a confronting question but you know i 
put you too much on the spot, but maybe we can just work through that together. What makes, in your opinion, what makes someone homeless? Like, why is one person homeless and another not? And, uh, you know, I don't know if that's okay to talk about. Mm. I simply only ask because, you know, I'm not. So am, am I just lucky? No, look, I think it's 100% okay to talk about. I feel, I feel like it needs to be talked about more. Because um, I think there's so many uh, misconstrued ideas about about homelessness and there's so many um, you know misconceptions about why people are homeless and like you could just if you could just sit down with someone for two hours and just hear um, then you would then you would know and I think you know homelessness is such a complex issue and sometimes when people like um, you know mayors or prime ministers and, and look honestly yeah. I, I think our government's doing quite a good job at the moment and like I think we're making progress but you know sometimes when people come and make promises like I'm going to end homelessness um, you know by if I'm elected uh, and I'll do this and this then it's really hard to um, to believe that because when you're on the ground you're like it's so complex It's whether it's mental health issues or whether it's um, you know people uh, yeah, it could be people make bad decisions, but then there's no real structure around, you know, people coming out of prison, um, real structure on like how to get them back on their feet and to, you know, after you've paid the, the time or it might be, you know, when you lose your support network. I, I know there's so many times in my life where I've made such bad decisions and such, um, you know, things that, you know, could have destroyed me or could have, you know, like just, just silly mistakes in my life and, mm. But because I had such an awesome network around me and like my family, I never, I never really fell that far. Or I never I really found in a, myself in a place where I couldn't get up. But some people, yeah, when they fall into that place, they, um, you know, they, there's nothing really to help them get back out. And like some people fall into that place already because they've got mental health issues, or sometimes it takes its toll on you for being there for so long that you, that uh, mental health issues become a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I keep saying mental health issues, and that's just one big area right. that like that surrounds our, our situation in, in New Zealand at the moment. But um, and and look on the flip side of that, there's so many good organisations that are getting people housed and, right. and getting people fed and and doing all they can. Um, and there's a lot of success stories, but for every person that gets a home, there's still more coming out onto the street. Yeah. Um, so it's just yeah. Okay. Um, Eddie, what can people do today if they want to join the movement or, or because I guess it's an infrastructure thing too, right? You can't feel 2,000 emails that come through today and say, we want to do something. You know, what do we do? I'm, I'm available at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's um, you know, what's some practical steps that for you and for, and for the Orange Sky movement and for, you know, just regular worldwide people who want to be part of this what can they do yeah oh well, in terms of um yeah in terms of orange sky and people looking to join it's we we make it really simple like yeah it would be impossible for me alone to to go through all these emails and and roster people but we've got this awesome we've also got a tech team we actually won a million dollars from google um or the australian side did but the their resources are kind of shared with me so like you know we've, we've got all these awesome resources that keep um track of people and um yeah if people just uh apply online for the volunteer application um then they get invited to like what we call a orientation or orientation um where we just give them like i'll just come and unfortunately they have to listen to me for another hour <laughs> but uh, i'll just kind of just explain this is who we are what yeah. we do a bit more in depth um of what orange sky is and some of the safety stuff and then basically from there we can give them a uniform and they're out on shift the next week wow um yeah so we're definitely looking to to build our volunteer base because because uh, all we're restricted by is one funding and two volunteers. Yep. 
the more volunteers we have, the more shifts we can do, the more people we can help. Um, so yeah, if Orange Sky is, is what people want to get involved in, uh, yeah, please check out our, our website, orangesky.org.nz, um, or our Facebook page as well. I'm sure we'll have the link and even our Facebook page has got some really cool social stuff and, and shows a bit more like um, some of the people that we've been helping and all that. Um, but I just want people to, like I said, it just goes back to there's so much opportunity, you know, because when I, I go speak at like schools and high schools yeah. and unis and a lot of the questions, one of the main questions I get is, you know, how can I help or what what can I do to help? And, you know, maybe they're too young to, um, you know, we're not going to take primary school kids out on the street, but I, yeah, I just I just can't say enough there's so much opportunity in this world to be kind and it, it starts off from like if you, if that's if that's where your situation is at you know be kind to your sisters be mm-hmm. kind to your family um you know with your words um it starts there and then yeah once once they grow 100% um put them my way and, and we'll, we'll get them out on shift with a van and but yeah at the end of the day man i just this just if you want to help there's definitely awesome organizations as well out there that can awesome volunteer with. um my final question, if you've listened to a couple of the podcasts, as I ask every guest, you know, what's what's one moment in your life that, you know, changed your perspective, that blew your mind? I mean, do you have a, a, a game-changing moment in your life where you just couldn't wake up the same Eddie? Yeah. Oh, man, where do I, which one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, could, could have been this morning, you know? It's like you having them every day, aren't you? Yeah, well, like I said, like, the, like, just talking to that guy with the haven't spoken to him in five weeks that's life changing but I think uh, something that I haven't shared I remember uh, it was a specific moment um, where I started on this journey with, mm. with Orange Guy it was, it was literally um, you know I was, I was talking to my family and like not to get too religious or whatever but like there was this, this scripture that says like you know uh, what you do for the least of these you do for me kind of thing and mm. I was like well, what am I or, or or what you do for your friends you do for me and I just remember like I just walked down to the shops and I saw literally at least 10 people um, that were that were doing it rough um, and I mean there's a guy that I see every morning in, in his car just parked in the same spot and, and I just like my heart sank as I was walking past and I went into the shops and I, I, I just I bought what I needed to buy and then like I, like that was the longest walk of my life it's like a three minute walk to the shops and that was the longest walk of my life just walking down and seeing you know this and uh, that's where my language started to change like you know at Orange Sky we say we the language we use is friends and it's not because uh, I think that's much more accurate representation like this isn't um, you know some people some places might say clients or or streeties or homeless mm. but you know uh, you know these are my friends these are my my neighbours these are these are people that are close to me that I can I can help and I I can't I can't not do anything anymore. So mm. yeah, I, I know that walk for me will always um, will always stick out. Yeah, man. Well, beautiful way to kind of um, end in this idea of you know one being kind, two you know let's not categorize people. Eh? We're we've got a history of humanity of categorizing and mm. and thinking just because you call it a name doesn't really mean anything homeless doesn't mean anything it's a person that's it. who is in a different situation to you yeah. and as soon as you categorize it you can dismiss it or amplify it or whatever and i just think what you've done today is um you know break down for us um 
a way of maybe unlocking the mind to not just see it a certain way, you know. And I definitely think we're we're in desperate need of this, you know. It's funny, you know, that you that you relate it to kind of religious because, you know, for most of my life I haven't thought anything about religion, and now I'm thinking, man. Why are we so fast to throw all of this stuff out in our modern world? You know, it's like needed, just kind of simple values that Facebook ain't given us. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're spending all our time on this stuff like it's a religion. And what are we getting out of it? You know, we're getting corporates now telling us how to be better people. And it's like, how about you guys make money and we'll save the advice through the people who are doing stuff, through people who have thought about life deeply. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Something's not feeling right. So these, I think these conversations are awesome ways to kind of archive exactly what's what we're feeling in this world, you know, because what you're doing is way deeper than I think people are operating it. And, and yeah, I, I, I hope you have enough backup. And it sounds like you do because mm. I think that's the thing, right? It can be so if someone else goes into it with the glass kind of around the quarter and not quite full enough and they're taking all of this stuff in, um, you know, they might not have the backup when they need it. And, and I guess the last thing you want is for people to kind of want to help but not be in a position to help, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, cool, bro. All right. Uh, well, Eddie, thank you very much for joining us again on the podcast and just sharing a bit of your story. I hope this isn't a one-off chat where we, you know, bookmark <laughs> it and that's it. I hope I'd love to catch up with you again when there's um, maybe come on the road and do a podcast with you there yeah, or, or you know, when there's new vans and, you know, when that new check comes through from one of our listeners, you know, <laughs> that, that uh, trust fund babies. Yeah. Um, okay, and thanks, everyone everybody for watching and listening on the podcast and and you know blowing our minds by joining in on the conversation so uh, go follow eddie follow orange sky and just be kind and be friendly okay thanks everyone <laughs>